0: Welcome to episode number five of the Ty Walls podcast featuring James Brown. James is a redshirt freshman from Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. He's part of the Corps of Cadets at Virginia Tech, and that is the primary topic of the majority of our conversation. It was so interesting to learn about what being a part of the Corps really means and about all the duties that it kind of entails, along with how James finds time to balance that out with school and, of course, being a part of the Virginia Tech wrestling team. James' energy and his positivity are contagious, and I hope that translates over to all of you listening. Before the show begins, I am proud to announce my first sponsor, the Taylor team at Remax 8 in Christiansburg. Buying or selling a home is an important decision that can sometimes be complicated but doesn't have to be difficult. That's why it's crucial to take an informed and well-planned approach when choosing the right real estate agent to help. The Taylor team at REMAX 8 in Christiansburg serves the Roanoke Valley, New River Valley, and Southwest Virginia. Their knowledge of the area, along with a network of relationships, enable them to open doors for their clients on all sides of the property equation. Whether you're looking for land, building a new home, buying, selling, renting, or investing, the Taylor team is committed to work hard as your agent to get the job done. For more information, go to taylorteamrealtors.com or call Brian Taylor at 540-315-5880. Also, you will notice my intro music has changed, it is now a track from the latest album from Blacksburg-based artist, the Jared Stout band. They freaking rock. Please go check them out over on Spotify. Uh, but after you listen to this, now I present to you my conversation with James Brown. The gone, my rent is out Yes, there's not
1: too much that i ain't that's luck
0: sometimes it builds you up and gets me stuck you swear you're bad enough i'm in a rut and i know you've been in one too the got no nothing to do with you let's do it
1: what's up dude Not much
0: thank you for uh stopping over to start out with, I was going to ask, which branch of the military are you in in the Corps of Cadets? So
1: I'm going to commission into Army when I'm a senior, um, but originally I was I came into uh, Virginia Tech as a Navy cadet. That's the really cool part about it is it kind of gives you an outlet where if you don't like where you are, there's so many advisors and people to help you move around. And um, after a while, I kind of realized Navy wasn't for me. It's not really it's not really what I expected, and we do like labs every week, like twice a week, and you really get to really dive into what you're going to be doing uh, once you commission, because as an officer, that's what you go to school for. Sure. You're leading soldiers, you're leading sailors, and Navy just wasn't what I wanted to do, so I switched the Army, actually, within like the last semester, and it's definitely where I'm, I want to be. Um, what in particular about about the Navy course kind of were, were you not liking? So, I was gun ho. I wanted to be aviation. I wanted to be just like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. I feel you. Um, I don't blame you for that. Exactly. <laughs> very very limited uh, selection there. So, in terms of the amount of people that they right. allow to kind of do it, super competitive. Yeah, there was like the graduating class for like for seniors last year. Uh, navy was a couple hundred kids, and only fourteen of them got aviation. Oh wow! And my major, uh, they they go for like engineering majors. Sure, my major, H and F E. Yeah, was not what they were technically looking for. Yeah. So when I found out, I kind of came to the consensus that I wasn't going to be able to fly. There was nothing else I wanted to do in the navy because I don't. I don't want to be stuck on a ship leading sailors just not what i want to do yeah so when i got to talk to my advisor colonel Alia, he's actually one of the good friends of Roby's. yeah um my parents came down actually and we had a long discussion about different possibilities and different branches and we came to the consensus that army was really for me navy like your biggest assets is the equipment the boats the planes the helicopters and the way he describes to me was uh army your biggest asset is your body yeah and your soldiers Which, so that cool. was so much more appealing coming from a wrestling background
0: yeah that uh that makes a lot of sense because my sister was a surface warfare officer in the yeah. navy and she didn't enjoy her time that much you know she was on the farragut and was at sea for extended periods of time and yeah. You know, she pretty much was just, you know, fulfill your duties inside of the ship. And, and that's pretty much it. And you, you you basically are kind of like a cog on the ship exactly. taking care of that. So that, that equipment analogy was great for that. The, uh, the retention rate in the Navy for officers, at least,
1: is also very, very low. Oh, okay. But like most people, they do their five years and they get out of
0: there. That makes sense. That's that's exactly <laughs> what my, my sister did, too. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about being on a big huge steel ship right. and only porting every once in a while that maybe maybe <laughs> they don't you know it doesn't doesn't sell to everybody to want to redo absolutely one of my boys who
1: enlisted right after high school but he's stationed in san diego okay so it, it's a whole different story for him yeah he, he gets he's like in san diego he's not on a ship so he does his duties and then he's hanging out surfing at camp peddleton yeah yeah
0: yeah okay cool yeah, I went out there for, we did a national team camp there, randomly, and we stayed in the barracks there the entire no way. time. Yeah, we stayed in the barracks and trained on on base and got all these different military talks from different people, and it was really sweet. It yeah. was awesome, and it, the, the best part about it obviously wasn't the barracks, but on base they had a, like one of the best beaches i've ever been to in my Absolutely. life like walking distance so um but it was cool how every single gas station and convenience store on base sold like <laughs> c4 pre-workout yeah. like protein shakes i was like all right like it's I meant kinda, for those guys yeah
1: <laughs> they, they know who's, who's shopping there yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Um. So you you had mentioned obviously, uh, kind of the well thought out decision to go army. Uh, what what is it that that you're looking to get out of the later on after after graduation as you go in as an officer? So after your five years, you kind of
1: have a decision to make whether you want to stay in or get out. And my mind can change a million times by then. Yeah. As of right now, like I have like big goals for army sweet that wasn't always the case like when i first came to tech after like the first month of being a freshman because being a freshman it's just like pledging a fraternity it's a year of constant it's not hazing sure but But yeah yeah, yeah. you're gonna be
0: doing a lot of stuff for people that you probably otherwise would
1: not uh, be doing after a month i just you know i actually told my parents i was like i don't know if i want to do this yeah but um having wrestling as, like, an outlet for just kind of really get away from that stuff. Um, a lot of people are asking me, like, how do you even, like, balance that stuff? Like, honestly, it was, I was easier. I
0: have that written down as a question. Yes, yeah. I was, was going to ask that. It, it was that easier for me.
1: So, like, once, like, I got through that, then my mind just, that just like, clicked one day. And I realized that, like, I, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say, like... I'm a different person, but I don't even recognize myself like when I came out of high school anymore. Yeah. I'd had totally different goals. I had totally different mindset and I thought like this was impossible. And like now I just like, I want to go Ranger after school. Sure. I want to do like all this big stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the ideal goal afterwards is, yeah. is army Rangers. That's incredible. That's, that's a great goal to, to, to seek after this. Is that kind of, uh, you know, is that something that you translated over from wrestling? Kind of the Absolutely. goal, goal planning, and yeah, and things like that. It's like
1: the camaraderie and everything. I love being surrounded by a bunch of dudes, the same goals as me, yeah, and the same work ethic as me that'll push me. Uh, which I like before tech. I've never really had something like that. Yeah, where there was kids that, like, I mean, I was always the hardest working kid in the room, and I made sure that in high school, and then when I came. Uh, to tech, yeah. it was totally different story. Yeah. I had to really bump up my game.
0: It's just a paradigm shift. Like I, I always thought that I worked incredibly hard too, and then I yeah. go and I'm around uh, other guys at the OTC, and I see like multiple time world champs working <laughs> on. I'm like, ah, oh, dang, you know. Even even when we have young guys come in, yeah. and I see the levels that they work at, and uh, just any guys that we have on our team, I'm like, okay, like they're sacrificing, they're doing what they need to do, and it just raises your level and broadens your horizons of what you can yeah, kind of expect absolutely. for yourself to the point where Army Ranger becomes something that like yeah, that is that is that is probably a goal you want to progress to slowly as well. Because it's not like you know, I'm sure they have so many people that are just like, yeah, I wanna if if freshman you was just like dead set on army rangers and then you just went and dove right into that right there you know you may have not been prepared for it where, whereas not, now yeah. that you thought through it more clearly you're like okay i can deal it's with definitely been like a progression yeah
1: and like you could i could definitely like see if i look back if like how i was thinking um like it's it's crazy how much it changed like in a year
0: yeah yeah I, college has the ability to do that along with yeah i mean usually people are dealing with one facet of their lives so that will change them while they're in college. So, like, our, your academics maybe get really hard and you get really involved in that or, you, or, or, or for wrestling, you know, the athletic side of things change and then you start to change. But you got three different aspects that are all kind of intertwined together that, right. um, that are all extremely challenging. So, like, with H&FE, what, what made you go, go that route? And that's something I'm sure that can probably be applied Absolutely, afterwards, yeah. and because, uh, like you said, the body is the asset. I don't. know. It's, it seems to be
1: the theme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my parents, they they like the sound of that too. Um, I I, w- I didn't know what I want to go to school for. Sure. Like, I just knew I wanted to go to school, and I came in here, uh, business business undecided. I hated it. It was so boring. Yeah. It's just not what I wanted to be. Yeah. Um. I talked to Kaka, talked to Girardi, who were. Kaka was an h and guy at the time. Yep, yep. And I was like this is stuff that we talk about all the time and I'm actually interested in yeah. exercising like giving advice and like all the different other aspects of it. I really enjoy it right now. I mean, you will take some hard classes and I'm okay. I'm, I'm deep in the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that that's kind of a good segue into another question. How do you find that kind of balance between Doing your academics, your core duties, and then uh, wrestling, of course.
1: Right. So when I was going into school, and I was telling everybody I'm going to be on the wrestling team, I'm going to be in the core, and I'm going to have, like doing all the schoolwork. They're like, you're going to have to make a decision at some point to like you have to quit one, and because like most people that go to school, they're just there for academics, and they still are trying to find time for stuff. Yeah. The structure from the core changed everything sure to the like even down to the nitty-gritty of like my bed has to be perfect in the morning after i wake up yeah and like all my clean my room has to be super 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 clean and i had to be like five minutes literally 10 minutes later to everything yeah And just like the mindset of just being high speed changed my entire mindset towards like organization and time management there's so many more hours in the day that I found I could do stuff.
0: Yeah, you make me want to get a little military <laughs> going so I could exactly, be a little yeah. bit
1: more productive. And um, the people in the core are so understanding; like they give me so much leeway for wrestling because they understand. Yeah, and um, actually, I'm very appreciative of all that because my freshman year it was so hard getting everything figured out. Yeah, I- I've sent like it had to be at least a hundred emails. Because there was always a conflict. I was paving in a direction because, from what people are saying, it's like no one really does like what I'm doing. Yeah. So it was a road to pave, and a lot of people were very unwilling to accommodate
0: for that. Especially probably as a as a freshman, right? Yeah. Where they're you know you haven't necessarily proved yourself within any absolutely any aspect of what you're trying to do. So they're not going to just make you know make this concession for you or that concession. Right.
1: Like. The way i was described to me freshmen in the core are like the guinea pigs for the upperclassmen the freshmen like for the upperclassmen you have to take these kids fresh out of high school and turn them into functioning members of the military (laughs) which you you yourself just became one
0: yeah so yeah
1: really it's like it's just leadership experience for us upperclassmen now yeah and so like you said like as an upperclassman standpoint seeing me not be there half the time getting out of stuff it probably wasn't sure. super appealing sure
0: yeah that's that's such an interesting thing to thinking about just cuz when we have incoming freshmen yeah. every year you know they you have some guys that can that that are on top of every single thing that they have talk about and yeah. then you and then you have guys that you know <laughs> They uh, they don't know how to set their alarm clock yet, so <laughs> I imagine that that transition yeah. for so many people is is pretty funny. Have you seen some some funny things with a lot of the freshmen that you kind of are are leading now? Yeah,
1: it, it was same things that I did. Yeah, we're, we're you're so stupid
0: when you're a freshman. <laughs>
1: we call them rats, and uh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's the same stuff that I would do. Yeah, and it, it's funny. Yeah, you, you get over it, but. Uh, we're supposed to, you know, punish him for it,
0: yeah. So <laughs> that's actually a good segue, too. Um, over your time of balancing all three of those things, do you have a day in particular that you kind of can recall that all of them were just piling up on you I and mean. it was just miserable? Because I know you obviously have physical aspects. Of the core outside of just the mental every single thing you have right, to do right. I mean you guys do conditioning, you run you have you have PT tests and stuff like that which I know to you um, probably doesn't seem as difficult as what we do wrestling but when you do all those things on top of wrestling and then on then on top of school, I yeah. imagine it could kind of add up do you have a a day that sticks out in particular to you that so really sucked
1: <laughs> when I was a freshman and like the year's first starting, um, you're not allowed to go to bed until 11. You got to be in uniform with your door profs, like doing homework, yeah. not allowed to talk in your room. For, oh, wow. from a, our curfew is 7 p.m. Yeah. So from 7 to 11, you're not talking. You're sitting straight up in your, like the first two inches of your chair doing homework in your uniform. It's, it's just like not fun, not the environment you want to be in. Yeah. And then, um, that's when like they can upperclassmen can pull you out anytime and like do whatever they want to you and then at 11 o'clock it's lights out but then one day uh it was like a thursday night uh woke up early because at this point i didn't like when i was in navy no one really wanted to give me like a pt waiver Mm -hmm. so i was waking up early going to uh navy pt at like five o'clock in the morning and then going to right to wrestling then going to classes so woke up super early went to went to navy uh pt Went to wrestling practice and I'm dog tired already. Yeah. So then it's time to go to classes. We went to classes and uh, I think um, it was like a Friday or something. And we had a, a nice practice um, after classes. Then because a Friday and Saturday nights we have training yeah. for the core uh, at nighttime. And
0: a typical Friday Saturday night. Yeah, I get from, a text from, most college from one kids. of my
1: upperclassmen like like get your ass over here now and we just got done practicing in my third workout of the day yeah and so i'm, I'm like crap man so then I, I i run over back to the dorms and did
0: you literally run over
1: yeah yeah oh. and like the dorms it was so sweaty in there from like just kids getting smoked like yeah. it was almost foggy, and <laughs> that was one of the most brutal nights of my life. <laughs> oh my
0: god! Yeah,
1: I've already worked out like three times that day, and Glasses. It was, I had like two tests that day. It was, oh. it was awful. And they had us up like super super late in the morning. I remember like they took our phones, and the only way I was able to see what time it was is like we saw a bus driving by with like the time on the
0: front, and I was <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> That really puts in perspective how soft I was during my (laughs) college years where it's like, oh, I just don't feel like walking across the drill field to go to class. But in reality, there's so many people just blowing that work (laughs) capacity right out of the water. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. So to to contrast that, um, I guess maybe core specifically, um, were were there some times that you had, uh, especially – with even what you had kind of alluded to with with how much you liked that brotherhood aspect of it. Um, Were there some stuff that you did or some things that you had did uh, either last year or or this year that were awesome? Absolutely. Um, Last
1: year, I was kind of, after like I got everything settled, I kind of got like a pat in the back for wrestling. And yeah, I, I got like. An I feel it something. has to be
0: commendable. Yeah. Like it, like at, at some point. somebody has to understand. I, I was getting pretty
1: pissed off. I was like, "You guys,
0: they're always giving me so much shit." And what like, was what was the conversation like when you go to apply for a PT waiver and you're like, "All right, look, I'm lifting and wrestling exactly. in the afternoon. Can I please not do this morning conditioning?" And when when they say no, like, how does that go? Are they so, just like, "Sorry, you can't do that yet"? My argument was. Okay, so we had our inventory PT test,
1: and I scored the highest out of everybody. And I haven't been to a single PT in weeks.
0: That's that's why. Take a step back,
1: and why is that? Proof enough. Yeah, (laughs) like we still need you to be here. Like it's accountability. Like yeah, I understand that. And then I brought up the argument of like Naval Academy. Those guys don't go to PT, but who are athletes? Yeah. What's the deal with that? And I got.
0: Well, this is not the Naval Academy. <laughs> nice. nice, I know. That's a good little, like, kind of fourth grade level argument, exactly. But that's that's enough when they're when they're your superior. Yeah. So, uh, what what moments though did you did you really enjoy? So, or have you enjoyed? Well, I bring it back to like
1: the fraternity thing. Freshman yeah. year, I was like people say like the most fun you never want to have again
0: okay that's a great way to put it
1: being in the gutter with like my training class of 25 for charlie company yeah um like those boys like the little group little clique that we had within our training company like they're my boys for life that's cool and it's like it's only the core it's not like we're in the actual army yet but um like, we went through it all together. We went through the whole year process. Uh, we went through the suck together. And, like, it really, really made a special bond. Which is cool because I have a cool bond with wrestling guys. Yeah. Because we go through it together. Yep. And I have a bond with the core guys
0: and the army guys. The most fun that you never want to have again. That's such a good way to, uh, to put it. Where, like, I always had a hard time putting my tongue... Uh, on words to describe like the just terrible shit we had to do when (laughs) we were in college like whether it was concourse sprints or uh dresser would always make us do stadiums before we'd go and lift and it'd be like all right like i'm trying to like squat the house definitely warmed up after that yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah where that that is one of those things that whether it's one of my buddies it's getting married or whenever we uh see each other that my friends that i went to school with it's fun to kind of reminisce on yeah, those things because they they are they're they are fun in the moment or not not fun in the moment but they're fun yeah in hindsight in the locker room when you're talking to each other like yo that sucks <laughs> so bad my favorite is like now this year when all my
1: memories from last year could pop it up on like snapchat yeah and we all yeah. had our bald heads and i'm just like i'm with my
0: boys i'm like Yo, can you believe this shit? i pulled up your uh your hokey sports picture and you had the freaking yeah i wish they would update tight. that one <laughs> <laughs> i think it's better i think it speaks speaks to you uh clearly that was a different james definitely yeah yeah um so you uh you had planned on wrestling before um before oh, yeah. so you knew you were going to walk on what uh what what made you want to do that
1: so originally like i only applied to virginia techs so would look good on my naval academy application oh. never ever planned on coming here like really so ever yeah i had no idea about the core at all and i ended up getting wait listed at the naval academy which like they have 20,000 applicants. They accept 1,000 and it's, they wait list like 50. Every academy is I like was so mad. Super highly competitive. Yeah. I, was, I was so sure I was going to get in. Yeah. I like nominations with both my senators. They're like, yo, like you got this. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Um, then my next plan was all right, I'm going to go. Because like once you, they, they want to see, like, okay, they applied here. If I was to apply again after like getting a year of maturity, they call it. Yeah. Then. Like, I'm definitely gonna get in, that's what I'm gonna do. Like sounds like a plan. Then I kinda had the feeling I didn't I wouldn't want to be done wrestling, reached out to Roby, we had a couple little conversation over email, and I kinda came up with the conclusion that like these guys don't know they want me yet. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. And that's kinda what happened. And then once I uh made the team and started getting close with the guys, it's like there is no way in hell that I'm gonna. First of all, like you go to academy after like already going to like Texas A and M or like uh, Virginia Tech, they yeah. make you or like um, you get start over, kind of essentially. Yeah. What are the other schools like prep schools? Yeah. You, re- yeah. you restart like, as a year one at the academy. So it's like first of all, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, yeah. Like I, I like here a lot. Yeah. And, like I made so much connections so fast. Like I came here knowing zero people. And I made so many good friends.
0: Yeah. When you found out that you weren't gonna be getting into the Naval Academy, was that like kind of earth shattering? Or since you said yeah. it was kind of, or I mean, it wasn't not was, getting I was in. Pretty sure just to I was listen. gonna get in. Yeah. And so you're...
1: I heard people like, like days before plebe summer, like they'll get a call. People like, because not everyone who ex- gets accepted ends up going. Like people will get a call like saying like, "All right, like you've been picked off off the wait list. Like you have two days, get ready for plebe summer." Yeah. Um, figure out like all your obligations plebe, plebe they call it plebe somebody. of yeah <laughs> um and as like the month of june went on i'm like waiting for a call <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was I, I couldn't believe i didn't get in i was so sure yeah which
0: was a little humbling moment but i mean look where i ended up i was about to say i'm glad it redirected you yeah. to where you're at now um with the military was it a is it a family thing or, or are you one of the only people in your family that's military? So my great, my grandpa on my mom's
1: side was in the navy. Yeah, he never talked about it. Like if my mom didn't tell me, like, I wouldn't even known. Yeah, um, and he he died when I was a little younger. So, uh, like, really, it was all my decision. Where it kind of came from, I remember seeing like my junior year. I'll sit my parents in my kitchen. We're applying to schools. In high school? Yeah. Okay. And.
0: Um, that seems kind of not that long ago.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It seems long ago, but really it was not. Yeah. Like
0: three yeah. years, maybe. I guess People, that's how it happens, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We sit at the, k- the kitchen table, and they're like, all right, you got to figure out like what's going to go on because I knew that I didn't want to just be a normal college student. I, I tend to. There's, if there's nothing like abiding me or uh, like any kind of structure i tend to hinder off
0: the a little bit i feel you on <laughs> that off one the, the absolutely walls. Yeah. yeah
1: um so i'm like we we're talking to my parents i'm like all right what are we gonna do and we came up to the conclusion that i wanted to be an elite member of society that was exactly what i said and uh, <laughs> uh one of my teammates when i was a freshman he was a senior in high school he ended up going to the naval academy and I don't know. It just kind of seemed right at the time, and as it progressed, it became more and more attractive. Yeah. Um, but just just like I said, my my freshman year here sucks, and now I get to have like part civilian life here at Tech. And I can't imagine what at freshman would've been like at an academy. Yeah. Because I mean, like now that I'm in it, I don't really care what happens. Like you could, I could be away for like, a couple of years. It won't even matter. But when you're going from, like, living your life in high school as a civilian and then just, like, flipping that switch, uh, it's definitely a transition that not a lot of people are ready for.
0: Yeah, that one's sharp, where it's maybe a little bit more of an easing in through through the court. Day one was bad. In processing, I remember, like... uh, were you getting kind of some chirping in the back of your head like, bro, you sure? Like, oh, my God. Are Everyone sure? was
1: absolutely. Yeah. Right. I was like, no way. Like, what did I just do? Yeah. Why am I here? I can't believe. <laughs> like, I remember seeing like all these videos on Snapchat of my boys from high school just living it up at Penn State. Because Penn State sure. was like 13th grade for my school.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yo,
1: what did I do?
0: <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. So, um, after you walked onto the team and you kind of first first entered Virginia Tech's wrestling room, you know what were your first initial thoughts there? Was it kind of similar, like what am I doing, like why? In reality,
1: like the wrestling room was the only place I was really comfortable. Like the whole campus, like my home was not a, like a comfort place yeah you kind of let really, your guard down essentially yeah. when you go to the room right like it's was, it was honestly like kind of like sad to think about it now like i didn't even want to go back to where i slept at night because it was a hostile environment yeah
0: and like, you, somebody could come pick on you yeah and, and make you go do something you don't want to do like the
1: best place to be throughout my day was in the resting room and that's where i was, them, I was the most comfortable
0: yeah yeah, so that may be the answer to this question, but you're a dude who brings, like, a ton of energy in the room, and yeah. you're super positive, whether it's the weight room or the wrestling room. How do you kind of keep that attitude each day? So, well, well the first part, um, I I love,
1: like, rubbing my energy off on everybody. Yeah. like, And I, I see myself as, like, part of the energy of the team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's just my personality. And, like, there are obviously some days where I'm just, like, not feeling it. And I got to remember, like, I have a place on this team, like, and my responsibility is to prove myself every single day. And, like, my place on the team is to help the starters, like, kind of take away all the other things from them so they can just focus on uh, just getting better. And if that's, you know, goofing off and just having a ton of energy, then so be it. I'll give it to them.
0: That's inspiring, man.
1: That's that's some killer, killer teammate Traits to have a moto. That's that's what they teach you in uh, in RTC. They uh, just being a motivator. That's awesome. Because especially when I have to lead soldiers and like they um, they don't want to do it. Like, what am I gonna do? I yell at them it's not gonna work it only works for so long yeah like being intimidating will work like one or two times yeah until, maybe like,
0: through training or something exactly like that
1: until I'm like you don't scare me bro
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely I mean that's one of those things you have to potentially visualize too like being being in combat being uh, in a in a harsh situation Yeah, still having to yeah. lead other people you can't you can't be like, oh, we just trudged through <laughs> this desert or, or, you know, this, we're in this huge, busy, scary city environment or whatever it is and, and shrink back into that. You have to, you have to overcome it and still, I think that's why being a leader is so important. Right. Like, that's one thing that I always come back to. And that's why I always try to tell, whether it's the high school kids that I work with or other guys on our team, where it's like, dude, be a leader because then. You kind of already are backed into a corner. You have to hold yourself to a higher standard when you're when you're a leader, and because other people are looking up to you, because other people are are gonna gonna check in and see what you're doing. So you you already have that framework down right. where you can't you can't be soft when you need to be tough. You have to you have to rise to the occasion more exactly, so. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So after. After being on on the team for for two years, would you have any advice to other guys that, that have maybe walked on that that are currently your peers or anybody that's that's going to be walking on in the future to help them kind of navigate that to um to to be able to find their place because I know that's difficult and I know you did a good yeah, job yeah. with it already where it's just it's a tough tough road to walk sometimes. So, what well, I like to look back on. Is,
1: I'm the type of person who likes to like do everything. I, uh, I just want to experience like everything possible. So, it's a great way to live. Yeah, I, I, my mom hates me for it sometimes because I'm always trying to do like when I go home for vacation or for like for breaks. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm everywhere, and like obviously I make time for her. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um advice would be to just let it loose like I got wrestling has taken me to so many places and I've got to meet so many people and it's like networking is crazy and it's just a big like outlet for everything and if I you know without like when I first came for my tryouts and everything I was like I'm gonna be in a room with like all these guys I remember like yeah. s- when I was like doing wrestle-offs with the other kids trying out like the team came back in from a run and like they were sitting on the ledge with i, yeah. could, just, I could just see the their silhouettes because like the sun was coming in yeah and uh very intimidating very, um very visual memory yeah oh, that's cool that's was. really cool um and I, I was just like you know screw it if not like i'm gonna have more time to focus on my rtc and stuff but um like this is something i want to do and i want to experience
0: it that's awesome geographically speaking is there anywhere in particular in the world that when you are stationed somewhere uh, where you'd want to be or where you'd want to maybe uh, go and, you know, do your job yeah. as an army ranger? Have you have you kind of thought about that and visualize something like that? So w- when I visualize it. It's hard with the changing, drastically changing worlds, where you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with Russia. I don't know what's going on with China. Maybe it's not. It could be
1: whatever in the near future. Um, For a while, uh, I heard a lot about guys who were stationed in Hawaii.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, that sounds great. Absolutely. Because a lot of the forts and uh, bases are not nice Mm -hmm. in the U.S. (laughs) Yeah. But um, really, like... I don't care I just wanna like when I picture I don't really picture where I am I just kinda picture what I'm doing and that's just doing badass shit
0: sure <laughs> sure yeah it'd be better to be doing badass shit in the sun in Honolulu yeah. than Fort Benning's Georgia <laughs> yeah
1: exactly
0: like, on my keys that I left out there um,
1: my, my mom she got me like a little pendant uh, when I graduated and it has like the coordinates of our house and on the one side it says do epic shit and every day I look
0: at that and I'm like Right on. You said she hated you for the you know wanting to experience everything. No, yeah, yeah, but right, she still right. embraces it. Exactly, yeah. That's like the ultimate mom move. Like, yeah, I feel like you as a parent you're always going to be kind of torn like do I want my son to go do these things? <laughs> like that sounds yeah. terrifying, but also why would you hold them back? Like you go inspire him to go do that. That's that's awesome. Right. What a great gift. Do epic shit. That's what I live by now. So, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> epic shit, you get to wrestle with some epic wrestlers all Absolutely. the time in the room with, yeah. like, uh, T.J. Stewart or Dakota Howard or Bolin or... Um, I don't know if you ever roll with Makai or no oh, yeah, But, yeah. but um, you know, which one of those guys, when, when when they call you out before practice, is it like, <laughs> all right, like, let's let's yeah. go,
1: like let's do it. Well, like I said earlier, every day I got to prove myself. And, like, when I'm... When they tell me, like, all right, you're going with whoever... I kind of have two choices. One to be like, "Frick,
0: yeah, like, yeah,"
1: I gotta go fight for my life real quick. But another is like, and this is what I I like to think that I think most of the time is like, "All right, let's go get them." It's a, this is these are guys like ranked in the country, and I got a chance to you know go after them right now. Also make them better. Yeah, and that, that's the one I like to go for most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have one of those guys in particular that uh, it's kind of your favorite to go with. Uh, I love to go with Cody because he's got that killer mentality yeah. and like he's I mean, going to try to assault like, you we're like best buds but uh, he's just so mean when yeah. we're <laughs> wrestling yeah he's tenacious and yeah I, I yeah. love that about him um, and then we just he he's without everybody yeah. He's like butt heads, but I'm like, all right, when I know was, I'm going to Cody, I'm like, it's go time. We're it's, about to have some fun. Sometimes he literally butts
0: heads. Yeah, that's, literally. That's <laughs> the part about going from my uh, I I don't enjoy all that much. Um so in the off chance that you actually do get free time, what are you what are you usually doing? Does Not feel- gonna lie, I'm
1: kinda of usually hanging out at like Cacca's house watching Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that the place where, where you are usually going to? You guys... That's my safe spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how often can you go off campus? So, as a freshman,
1: you're not really allowed to leave campus at all. Okay, you're supposed to be on twenty four seven, and you're also in uniform twenty four seven. So, you can't really get away with anything. Once you turn into a sophomore, though, and an upperclassman, uh, like once your duties are gone or done, and as, and as long as you're in a fifty mile radius and like you gotta be back by two AM, whatever. Every like that's an upper classroom rule, but um, your like responsibility is yeah a little bit higher, but your freedom's a lot more. So now like whenever everything's done, which is basically the weekends, yeah, and we're not traveling, uh, I'm just kind of hanging, getting caught up in schoolwork because that's the only only time that I have like to sit down and grind my work. Yeah, and to not stay up super late exactly. <laughs> on like a weekday. The weekend is really just catching up on everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense with those go-go-go's you have to be. Um, with uh, with your H&FE studies, obviously, do you have like kind of a, a different course load that you have to take on each each semester with, with the core? I'm sorry, I don't know yeah, how yeah. this works at all. Um, I take like six credits a semester of just core and army classes is that more so like specifically the like field work that you're going to be doing or is it like kind of like the structure hierarchy of the military or is it government military history or what is it kind of usually what are those classes usually Com- entail combination of
1: everything you just said okay so the core classes it's uh all leadership stuff and like, the core classes like right now we're getting ready to be cadre next year, which is like, so I'm in charge of two freshmen as a fire team leader. Um, But when you're a cadre and you're a junior, you are like a part of the team, like the drill team, Uh, like six or five guys that are in charge of like drilling these freshmen. Yeah. I don't really get to like tap into that as a sophomore now. Being a fire team leader is kind of just supposed to get you ready for junior year, and then my army classes, uh, or your respective ROTC classes. You're learning about the history, like customs, courtesies, all about like what um, they use. When I was in Navy, taking Navy classes, learned about all the different types of ships and like how to uh, decide like which ones which. Yeah. Uh, and now in army, we're learning right now at least. Uh, learning how to relay, like, operation orders. So, like, you're CO, you're the commanding officer, you have, you get orders, and you pass it on to me, the officer. And my job is to take all that, uh, take, like, bits and pieces of what I need, and then pass it down down to my soldiers. Yeah. And then when, um, on Tuesdays, when I'm not at practice, because we have an army lab, that's when we're doing, like, walkthrough scenarios, which is super cool. Where do you guys do that at? So actually, on Tuesday, we were up in the woods.
0: Behind, the, yeah, behind Lane yeah, Stadium? Yeah. and uh, I've seen people yeah, in there before. So,
1: I, I was like perched up with my uh, rifle up on a little log, uh, doing fire watch, and all of a sudden, I see Luke Roby and a couple of the boys walking out. <laughs> I, I was trying to like grab my
0: phone so I could take a video. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're dead right now. I smacked your ass. <laughs> So those would be kind of that would be kind of like a fictitious mission of, you know, just a standard exactly you know, patrol slash like you know, they let
1: us like make the mission. They give us the objective. They let us make the missions and we get oh, to like cool. play it out, which is super super cool.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Um so you said you're in charge of two freshmen? Yeah. What does that entail?
1: So I get like all their accountability is up to me. Like they got to, every time they they leave the dorms or the barracks they gotta let me know where they're going, and then I pass that up uh, up the chain of commands. If they have a request of any any kind, like they want to take they want to go to bed early, they take early lights, or if they want to leave um, during ECQ, which is like the study from seven eleven, and they go to, they go to like the library, then I can let them do that. Or if they're like passing up a leave waiver then they uh they pass that to me and i pass up the chain of command
0: so you kind of like, get that operations yeah. kind of what was it called with when you're passing messages back up on the chain, chain of command yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I, i'm like their first line of leadership um they're at the very very bottom and yeah that's what it is the freshman which low-key thing about it like it was kind of nice you know you weren't in charge of anybody
0: yeah yeah so it's, it's a little bit different now where you actually are in charge of the, you know yeah. you're not just keeping keeping all your shit together you have to kind right. of make sure because if they were out of order would you get in trouble
1: absolutely yeah so my I'm was responsible for them and then above me my squad leader they're responsible for all the fire team leaders who are then in charge of all the freshmen yeah and like, it goes up it's like a giant tree
0: yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good way to kind of keep everybody in line.
1: Where it's exactly. Like, you know, Which is the cool part about the Corps is entirely cadet uh, cadet ran. Like wow. we, we have four battalions. Each battalion has a deputy commandant who is a retired officer and a senior enlisted advisor who is someone who's a retired enlisted person. Yeah. But besides those two, like, adults, we'll call them. Post, yeah, yeah. post-military, veterans. Everything else is ran by the cadets
0: what's like the top leadership position for for a cadet
1: our cadet cadet colonel would be the regimental commander and like all like you see us marching into the football games yeah like they they're making the operation order for like what's going to happen there and then they pass it down the vines to the rest of the corps and like figuring out what's going to happen
0: that's awesome yeah are the Do you have as much fun At the football games As you guys look like you have Because <laughs> I always sit yeah. Right to the right yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of where the core is And I'm like, God, like the, the, That looks like good The core section like gets time. absolutely lit up It does It's man. awesome
1: It's a bunch of dogs It does It looks awesome However um, the, the not so fun part Is when You clean up Well we have to clean up And <laughs> Yeah I don't know why that's our job But it is Yeah I Yeah th- um, when we're getting dogged, and it's the uh, like end of the third, <laughs>
0: and, and it's raining, and it's raining, cold. it's cold.
1: Everyone <laughs> else in the stadium has left, yeah. but we are required to stay. Like we're like the <laughs> only people in the stadium who are left watching. And like people try to leave, and like if you get caught leaving, like you're dead. You're getting yeah. in trouble. Yeah, and like I knew buddy got caught, and it was he was like. I think he was on barracks arrest for like a couple of weeks. He couldn't, couldn't leave. There's <laughs> something that silly.
0: And they make you rewatch every 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 <laughs> hockey football game that we ever lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: the funniest. Yeah, that's the only bad part. But you know, like on good games, um, no one really cares because you want to be. Yeah, there. yeah, it's fun. Plus, we get to go in for free, so it's all right.
0: Yeah, And they also have a strong showing at the majority of our duels too. Oh my god, I love it when they show up. It's awesome. Like yeah.
1: The boys like, at first they were like, "Like yo, I don't want to go to the wrestling meet."
0: Like, yeah, I on. imagine if you have yeah. an like a night off, you are like, alright exactly year, I don't do anything." But and
1: it's not football season, so we're not really supposed to be like required to go to that type of stuff. Yeah. but once they came to the NC State uh, duel, yeah, I think a lot of them are hooked.
0: That's awesome I know they did they had such a strong showing at that and of course when we were do like crazy. a military appreciation, appreciation night like yeah. they're always there uh, but yeah they were they are yeah. amped up for that duel that sea of camo looks so good too I know and it fills out a nice chunk yeah. of castle I'm the, like it nice. looks great like yeah how many do you know roughly how many how many cadets there are on campus uh, the whole corps I think makes up
1: like 1700 that's a good that's a good bit of. Yeah. People. it's growing so much every year like there, I don't know if you've been over by like Turner, but um, there's a, like that brand new building's coming in. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a brand new dorm. Wow, for 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 cadets. Yeah, because like we kind of outgrew the the two ones we have, which are huge. Yeah, which is
0: just great news. Yeah, that's awesome. That probably coincides too with the amount of people that Virginia Tech keeps keeps trying growing to have growing, growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good trend. It's a good trend to be a part of. Need more parking. <sighs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I cut it close to practice, which I should probably check now, it's always like, uh oh, like this, this ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, that's just the day to day averaging. Exactly. Sometimes you get lucky and it's like the best day ever. Yeah. Get a good parking spot. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, dude, I, uh, I feel pretty strongly about the fact that you're going to enter in the elite of, the elite level of society yeah, is yeah, that what yeah. you said? <laughs> um, and I'm uh, thanks for sharing all this stuff with me today too about the core. I feel like I know so much more about no it. and just to um, kind of get that firsthand experience of what it's actually like. I mean, I can only get so much from you know talking on a day to day basis and you know seeing you walk in the locker room and your and your fatigues and. And right. then walk out, and it's like, oh, he looks really busy. But now I <laughs> now I have a better way to visualize it. And yeah. hopefully, our fans listen to Absolutely. Have a, have a better idea, too. So thanks for joining me today, man. Yes, sir. All right. I it's true. We didn't see it all my way. The coffee's gone. My rent is out from pay. Yes, there's not too much that I.